0: ideas via email or DM on any social media platform. Let's have our coffee together, shall we? This is Radio. I wanted to talk about credit in particular today. What is credit really? And off of
1: that, what is interest? So basically credit credit score is something that you know like these days, everything kind of depends on it, right? In terms of, um, if you can buy a house or not, if you can finance a car or not, um, if you can borrow a loan or not, right? Line of credit, like these sort of things, are based on credits the The more you show that you have a good credit, um, in Canada, the more possible things for you, right? The more things you will have access to, and that's because the the government or um, a country wants to kind of have um, something to go by. You know what I mean? For example, when we go to university or school, we have the student that is A plus and then we have somebody A, we have somebody B, we have somebody B plus, right? It's the same exact thing. They kind of want to rate people based on where they are at their life with their finances. If they're good with handling their finances, if they're not if they're good with paying their bills and doing everything on time or not, if they're organized or not. Like these are the things that they kind of, uh, it kind of wants to show the credibility, right? That's why it's called credit. So that's basically what it is. Now, a lot of people come to Canada that have no idea that such thing exists. Me being um, one of those people, right? Mm -hmm. So when I came here, everything was very new and I had no idea how I could really build up my credit. I didn't know what credit even was. Um, thankfully my dad used to live in Canada. So he explained to me more about, you know, what a credit score is and how I can actually do better. So that's like a general idea about credit, but you need to have a good credit in order for you to have a good life in Canada. Right. So the, the way you, um, for example, some people don't even know this, but, um, when you pay off, um, basically your bills, when you pay your bills. Um, When you pay your credit cards, like these are very, very important. Um, It needs to be on time, right? It will help with building up your credit score, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to credit cards, so credit card is basically a money, um, an amount of credit that you get access to. So for example, let's let's say you go to the bank, the bank tells you, you know what, you have a good credit score, you will have availability to $500 limit right? To begin with, for example. And then what happens is that you have that money. It's basically a money that is not your money. You're kind of borrowing to use when you're in need of money. That makes sense, Mm -hmm. right? So when you get access to this, this amount of money, uh, because obviously you, they're lending this money to you, you will be charged by a specific amount by the lender. And that's called interest rate right? That's why we're paying interest on our credit card. So if that's either 19.99% or 24%, every bank could be different. That's why it's so important for you to understand how much interest you're being charged, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you, let's say, for example, if you were to um, not be able to pay off this credit card for a long time, right? It's going to become tricky because then you will owe more money to the bank or whatever institution you got that that credit card that loan from because of the interest rate right because technically it's not your money they they're leveraging other people's money the bank is leveraging other people's money and they're giving it to to use for the things that you need if that's for example let's say um you want to pay off um pay off let's say for example you want to pay for a dress okay and at the time you really need this stress right? But you don't have the money. So what you do is you use the credit card, right? But one key point I want to tell, tell people right here before I even get to into more, more details is don't ever spend the money that is not yours. If you don't have $500 sitting in your checking account and you're just spending money off of your credit, you're going to become, you're going to get into big trouble. And I've seen so many people doing that because they just think it's fine. Okay, whatever, like. I'll just, you know, get to their limit and then I'll pay it off. But that is affecting your credit score as well. Mm -hmm. So to them, if you're spending anything over 30% of the credit, the credit um, you have available, right? The credit limit you have available, anything over the 30% of that, that will still affect your credit score. And and Anastasia, I didn't even know this up until two years ago. (laughs) <laughs> right. Um, it's very important because people think it's fine to just spend as much as money they want on a credit score because they have a limit. They won't just go over the limit. But no, that's not the case. They They want to know if you have the ability to only count on that just that 30 percent because they want to know how your cash flow is. Right. Which also affects everything else.
0: Number one, I'm glad that you mentioned it's not a good idea to spend the money that you don't have and especially the money that's not yours I think if you mm-hmm. think of it that way it's easier to kind of refrain from racking charges up on your credit card um, yep. because you know you have the idea that okay this is not it's not free as we we've said before on this series there's no such thing as free lunch so mm-hmm. that 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 piece of plastic you know anything that you spend on that is technically something that you're just going to have to repay somebody
1: absolutely so, Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad you you really mentioned that. And then I think one thing I would like you to expand on though is why the interest rates fluctuate and how you should be choosing what
1: kind of credit card you should be using depending on the interest rate. Great question. Well, number one thing I would say, okay, let's answer that one first. The lower the interest on your credit card, the better. The higher interest on your saving account, the better. Okay. This is, this is something that I want definitely people to pay attention to. So I think it's also like when it comes to the banks, I mean, each have like their own different way of, you know, having the different interest rates, but what really affects interest rates in terms of a credit card, um, it's, it's a rule of that company that is lending the money. Okay. So that's one thing. Now, when it comes to the interest rates of savings, the reason, for example, if you pay attention to how everything is going and the interest rates on our saving accounts has gone even lower right now because of what happened happened with COVID, is because it goes based on the economy. When the economy is, um, you know, kind of heading um, that top, that I mean, that that low bottom, it's affecting everything in the market. Therefore, they can't really afford giving too much of interest on those saving accounts to people and that's why it has gone on low, right? Before an usual um, saving account might would have given you something around 0 to 2%, maybe 2.5 if you were lucky with the interest rates on a saving account though. Um, now it's 0.05%. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it depends on how big of a bank it is too. I know that there's some banks that are giving maybe like around one something, one5 Interest right now, but that's also because they're a smaller of a bank. So it really depends. It depends on how much of the big, big or small of the bank they are. right? Okay. To be able to um, you know, lend out money to you at a lower interest rate, I would say. That's from what I know from my own knowledge. But always, always lower interest with credit cards, higher interest with your savings. You want to make sure you're getting anything over five percent. Um, well, at least at least over 3% on your saving accounts and your savings because of inflation, right? Inflation now is 3.7%. That's crazy, Anastasia, because mm-hmm. of what happened with COVID, 3.7%. That's crazy. Yes. That means if your money is right now sitting at a bank account a checking account or saving account and, sorry, I mean, uh, at a saving account and getting <laughs> that 0.05%, you are losing money. That's what it means. And oftentimes people don't really pay attention to this. Like I've sat down with so many people that they are financially literate, but there's still some things that they don't pay attention to because it's not their expertise. You know, like um, because they don't know, they don't focus. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And when I sit down with them and I explain to them that, hey, listen, this is this is what the interest rates are. They're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I remember one time, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on any of the other episodes, but I remember one time I was explaining to someone how the banking system works. And this person was so upset. The person was like, I'm going to go sue the bank. They're using my money. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. That's how the system works. They're leveraging other people's money. Nothing wrong with it, though. That's just how the system works. If you want something better. You gotta look for something better.
0: You know, it's interesting the turn that things have taken with COVID for sure. And I'm sure not obviously everyone is happy about that as well. But yeah, um, I guess another thing that I would maybe like you to give your advice on is I think we can all be pretty tempted by like the credit limit increases that we see on our accounts. Um, Like if you open up your banking app and, you know, you I think it's oftentimes if you've been doing a good job at paying off your credit card, then the bank tries to offer you a credit limit increase. Like when is a good time to accept that? Should we be accepting those credit limit increases? What's
1: your take on that? Great question. Very good question. Um, That used to be actually my own question a long time ago (laughs) Because you know, I because I used to have obviously when you're new to Canada they're not going to give you right away two three thousand dollars of credit limit right mm-hmm. you start small so for the beginning for me it was like five hundred dollars and they increased it to thousand and it just kept going up um it's actually good to accept it depending on your credit score um if you have a low credit score you gotta understand that at times it could affect you when you accept it it could affect you for a little time but overall it's gonna help you build up your credit as long as you do that rule that I told you, which is 30%, right? You don't want to go over 30% of your credit card. So let's say for example, in this case, and says you have a credit limit of $1,000, 30% of that, you're looking at 300 bucks, right? So that means if you're spending anything over $300 on that credit card, you are still affecting your credit score. And it's very simple. Like what I'm saying is very simple. It's a very small, small, like thing to mention, but it's it has affected a lot of people and not a lot of people are aware of it. Um, So that's why I want to, I can't stress that enough. But overall, I think it's good to accept credit limit as long as you have a very strong self-control. Like, you know how to control yourself when it comes to your money. You won't be just going over the limit and going crazy on the credit card because now you have more credit limit. That is something that is very important. Because I know some oftentimes when people have more credit limit, they get tempted too much to spend money. And obviously, based on, you know, the other episode that we spoke about, some people we said, you know, they might have um, addictive shopping habits, right? Um, Or addictive um, eating habits that does cause them a lot of money also. So these things are very important before accepting those credit limits. Other than that, if I want to talk general... Yes, it can be very helpful because that kind of shows um, that you're a credible person, right? That's why they're giving you more credit. Whenever they're increasing your credit, that means um, you are doing good financially most of the times. However, in some cases, I've still seen some clients that did very, really good with the credit score and they weren't at a good place and they weren't handling their money well, but still the bank was wanted to give them more credit, which did not make sense right? Mm -hmm. So I would say people need to be careful. Um, For me to give an overall answer, uh, it should be good. Do I think everybody needs to accept it? I think the most important thing would be you having someone to go to to ask those questions from. Because everybody's situation is different, right? Everybody's standing at a different different sort of uh, level at their life. So for me to give an advice, Um, I don't want it to be the wrong advice. Do you know what I mean? But that would be be a general answer.
0: Right. I think, no, I think that's a great answer. I also would say that I think it depends on your comfortability with like increasing that limit. Because if you know that you're going to be tempted, maybe it's just better to say, I'll wait. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like you said, everyone's situation is so different and it all just really depends On where you're at I guess but my next question Mm -hmm. for you is how a line of credit really differs from everything else because you mentioned it before and you touched on it but I want to get a little bit more into that because I've also seen some confusion about like what's the difference even
1: between like a line of credit and a loan let's go with the differences first right so if you look at the loan and, and a line of credit to both of them together, there is two ways, basically, there's these are two different ways that, you know, businesses, individuals, you know, lend money to people so other people can borrow from them, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a line of credit, it, it works a little bit differently, okay? Because the borrower receives a set amount of credit, okay, just like with a credit card, okay? And makes regular payments, um, you know, composed of a, Uh, both like if it's a principal or interest portion to pay it off. And when I say principal, guys, what I really mean is the actual amount of your loan, not the interest. That's what I'm talking about, right? Just making some words more clear. But unlike a loan, so like the borrower has continuous and repeated access to the line of credit while it is active. So with the loan, you get a specific amount of loan. So let's say, for example, a car loan right? You get a car loan for $10,000 and you pay a specific amount, specific amount of interest for a little time, and then you pay it off and that's done with a line of credit. It's like something that you have access to it. So uh, as long as that line of credit is while it's active, you have access to more money. Another thing is loans are non revolving. So it means um, there is a revolving rate and there is a fixed rate. Okay, so um, revolving is when like I'm trying to put this in the best words. So line of credits are revolving. Okay, that can be can be used repeatedly. You know, over every everyday purchase and emergencies, right? Either in full amount or like in a smaller amount. Okay, um, non revolving is like basically loans. You do a one time lump sum of credit. You borrow that money. Okay um you use it for a specific purpose and then you start paying it off every month
0: a lot of people who may be getting older getting to a place in their life where they want to make a big investment like purchase a home or you know a car or something and they you know let's say they have never had a credit card or anything to help them build credit what would you tell them is it too late like is it impossible to build credit at that point, really?
1: For example, how how old would you say the person is? It really depends.
0: Um, let's say they're in their like late twenties, going into their thirties.
1: No, it's not late at all. Um, I mean if you if you think about it at the end of the day, um the faster you start building up credit for yourself, the better, because you will have access to more things, right? So maybe that person could have had their house by a younger age maybe they could have had a car that specifically they wanted by by, by a younger age um but i don't think it's too late no nope. i mean as long as you are in a good um you you stay okay so here's another thing as well um there are some people who have good credit score in Stanzia, but they put themselves into so much debt like, just because, obviously, they pay off their debt on time, they take care of the debt, they take care of the bills, they're taking care of everything, they don't have a shortfall or anything like that. It doesn't have any consequences for them. They have a good credit. But then you also got to see what what type of consequences are you going to face. Like, having a good credit and having so much of debt or having, a good, having no credit but not being in debt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another way to put it kind of um, – on the scale, but if you want to build up your credit because you want to do some specific things that you need a good credit for, I don't think it's late. All you're going to do is start getting, obviously the first step would be having a credit card, right? Um, but then you got to be aware of how to work with the credit card, educate yourself. What sort of interest are you getting? Which bank will give you the best option, right? Best service, best sort of interest rates, um, and then go about it. Um, I think the main thing is, that puts people into troubles is when they are not aware of the decisions that they make, or they just make impulsive decisions and they just go about it. And then they have to figure it out later. For example, some people just take out a loan for a house, and then they want to figure out how to pay it off later. That's a problem, Mm -hmm. right? That's why we need to have a strategy. That's why we need to have a plan. That's why I cannot stress enough having a plan. And you see me, you know, all over my social media, I keep talking about planning, strategy, plan, strategy. I, I keep mentioning this because it really is that GPS to get you to where you want to go. right? Yeah. So same thing with this. If they want to build up their credit, why not sit down with somebody who has a great experience, um, you know, in terms of finances, right? They're professional and ask them your question. Why not asking, you know, how can you even build up your credit? What would be some of the best ways? What would be the plan? Why do you even want to build up your credit what's the point like what 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 is your main main reason for it right i think everything people want anything that people want to do is for a reason so it all goes back to that to begin with
0: if you took something meaningful away from this episode please consider smashing that subscribe button on whichever podcast platform you listen to